is up podcast this is matt shalava and you're listening to the road freedom pod you find me on instagram and twitter at matt shalava and it is wednesday and i'm on my way home it's winter in pa like it's it's really really winter like there's been a lot of snow going on it, we're supposed to get a ton of snow tonight we're supposed to get a ton of snow the rest of the week uh it's been weird i mean we didn't have any snow last year so it's been it's been a little bit hectic just trying to get to and from work but it is what it is i'm happy my girlfriend is home for the rest of the week so i'm happy to be able to hang out with her for a little bit and it's just been it's been a uh, a very interesting week so there's been a lot coming out with uh, different releases, been a lot of cards coming out, a lot of really weird cards coming out. If, if you pay attention to the card market at all, uh, you'll know what I'm talking about. I actually just ran to FedEx and Walmart and Target and a couple other places just to pick up, try and pick up a couple things. They ended up not having really anything that I needed or wanted, but it was, you know, it was what it is. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. So they ended up not having anything. And now I'm on my way over to hang out with my girlfriend for a little bit and then go home. So just a, a bit of a bit of a slow day, I guess. I ended up getting some restocks, some cards restocked today. And so I ended up getting those. Um, those did really well. Those are going to do all right. Not really a whole lot of, not a ton of profit, decent profit though. I think that they'll be, they'll be decent. And that's kind of all you can hope for sometimes with cards, depending on what they are. Uh, they were a couple ba- like a couple sets of baseball cards, not really anything super rare, not anything super limited or anything like that. So it is what it is. You just kind of keep it moving and should be some profits or if I hold them should be a little bit more profit if I hold them for like a year or so. And that's really not that long. I mean, if you're holding a $19, $20 box for a year, it, it's really not that much to hold a, a couple of those and just let them ride, let them appreciate a little bit after people start to sell out of their boxes and then go from there. So we'll see. I, I'm interested to see what these tops fire that I've had sitting on my shelf for forever. Not a very good product to buy. Definitely not a good product to hold. Um, but I'm interested to see if they even appreciate it all because cards tend to go up as time goes on. Now that's not true of all cards. Some cards end up just being a terrible product and they don't end up appreciating at all because nobody wants the product or or they weren't that limited or there weren't really any good cards, any cards that collectors really liked in them. So maybe nobody really had any desire to buy the packs anyways. The, the real reason people like to break cards is because it's fun. It's fun to break cards. And two, it, the thing about card breaking is you want to break a card if, if you can find a card that's worth finding. If there's no cards in there that are really worthwhile for paying resale or, or even paying retail for a pack, what's the point? And so you'll find oftentimes that a lot of these packs of cards or a lot of these sets don't end up really doing all that well because sometimes there just aren't that many good cards in the set. Maybe collectors really don't like them or maybe the resellers is really not that much profit in them because the collectors don't like them that much. So it's really kind of driven by whether or not the people that really like the cards and like the collecting aspect of it really, really enjoy the cards in the set. And if they don't like them, then you just move on. Hey, it is what it is. And that set's probably going to sit for a little longer. Probably not nearly as much now though. And that's what I've been wondering. Chronicles, Panini Chronicles, football from 2020. I've talked about it a lot, but 40 bucks a set, really not a good set, not a good product. I mean, decent, nothing crazy though. I mean, they weren't typically one of the premier sets that Panini rolls out. You have the Prism, you have the Select, which don't even get put in stores until supposedly they may be doing some Select in stores, depending on how that kind of shakes out. You never know. Um, But they don't really put their, they don't really put Chronicles as some high-end set. 
but it's still appreciated to over double value. And for kind of a $40 investment to go to a hundred bucks in just a few months time, really not a bad, bad investment at all. I mean, if you look at the stock market, a lot of times you're not seeing even those sort of returns on stocks. So you really need to know what you're doing to be able to appreciate 40, 50 bucks in, in a single uh, few month time period. I mean, that would be considered a very good stock investment, especially if you could with fairly fairly accurately predict something like that. So um, that's kind of what I see with sports cards. I do see some potential for there just being such a short amount of them, such a, a, a very limited supply of sports cards that some of the bad ones may even appreciate as well just because people want something to rip. And people that want something to rip will go from the really really expensive cards to the least expensive cards, which should be things like Topps Fire and stuff like that. So I, I'm interested to see if that ends up shaking out like that. Because if it does, then that obviously bodes well for me. I have like 10 boxes of those things. So we'll see how that goes. And, and I'm interested to see how some of these other sets that I've been picking up at at retail and, and really just sets that have sat for a little bit, if they end up appreciating as well. I'm not going too far in, but I have been just picking up boxes here and there because I do rec- I'm kind of seeing right now that there's a very short, limited supply of these things that like once they're gone they're gone and and panini's not going to roll them out and people are going to want the set at some point whether they collect it or maybe they just want something to break and they want something cheaper so they may not want to pay two three hundred bucks for a, a box of prism so maybe they'll they'll buy a box of contenders from you for a hundred bucks and maybe i only spent 20 bucks on that box of contenders that's still a good investment for me it's not going to give me the same returns as a box of prism but then again go try and find a box of prism at target so it, it is it is what it is so um, you know, it's been a, it's been interesting kind of watching that. I've been talking about cards a lot recently. I was actually talking to somebody in, uh, one of my Instagram DMs. Somebody was talking to me about different groups that they were in and different cards that they were going after and stuff. Very interesting stuff to me. And, and I'm, I haven't talked about it too much cause I really haven't been into it too much. And now this year's kind of broke for me where I'm looking at it going, uh, these things are actually fairly profitable investments if you can accurately predict what's going to go up. And especially seeing those chronicles go up the way that they did, it, it's just it kind of opened my eyes to go, okay, it's proven for me. It may have been proven for other people, but like chronicles was a thing that kind of proved it that there's a lot of potential for all these sets to start going up just because there is still such a limited supply. And then you see so much big money being poured into them uh, where people that are big investors are now putting like, a lot of money into cards as, as to a way to diversify their portfolio. I mean, imagine that. Imagine investors putting millions of dollars into Michael Jordan cards. I mean, that's what's going on right now. This isn't something that like that happened years ago. So very interesting to kind of watch that all play out. And uh, the more money that gets pumped into the sport, or, or I guess not the sport, but the, the uh, hobby, which is based around a sport, um, the more money that gets pumped into that, the more the cards are going to go up. And so as the cards go up and go up and up and up, then we obviously make more money for holding sealed wax and stuff. So that's what I'm going to be doing. That's what I'm kind of looking at right now. The target thing, I know a lot of people hate it. I really don't like it either. I think it's kind of BS, but it does help me out because there are still stuff, there's stuff sitting like the day of, which if I go check it consistently and thankfully for me, I, I probably will be able to figure out when the, just by talking to different resellers and stuff, when the uh, local uh, restock kind of happens, then I can just go that day after work, walk in there, pick up some cards and leave, and, and it is what it is. So thankfully, that that is kind of something that'll be nice, but you know, it does suck because now people can't get like massive collections of cards anymore. It's just like, oh, you got two boxes, and hopefully, like, if you have kids, you bring all your kids so that they can get uh, two boxes as well. Because, like, other than that, 
it, it just kind of it's kind of pointless. So we'll see, but I'm I'm kind of looking at that and then looking at the rest of the week and kind of what we have going on. So today we had just to recap the day we had the Jordan one. 85 high uh, neutral grays come out really really clean looking shoe nice looking shoe not really too much to say about it i mean it was a white and gray shoe what else do you want me to say not really too much to say about it other than clean shoe jordan high 85s always do really well um just based off the past couple releases we've had i think the i think the last release the breads that they did were numbered though i don't think that these ones were but i know that the breads were so they were numbered out of like a, a certain serial number those tend to do better because you know the exact amount of production they did for that shoe and you obviously can see like you know how many out of whatever amount that they made what what number that is so that's kind of cool and those end up doing well because it's super unique these ones weren't like that so a little bit more stock here but really not a ton of stock dropped uh, by Nike or by anybody. I mean, a lot of the raffles and stuff were, were ended up being just, you know, low-key. Uh, they ended up going mostly raffles, so there wasn't an opportunity to buy them at retail. Uh, you probably had to just get them on a raffle, and if you didn't get them on a raffle, you didn't get them through the sneakers app, you're kind of screwed. So really not too much opportunity to get them there. Um, the other release we had today, the Jordan 1 High... Uh, trophy rooms the trophy rooms uh, maybe the biggest flop of a release i've ever seen maybe the biggest disgrace of a release i've ever seen should i say i mean absolutely ridiculous so just to kind of go back to what trophy room did uh, michael jordan's son which i don't remember his name and really it's not important anymore because he's kind of an idiot but he smart smart business wise per se because of what he did to make a lot of money but now everybody hates the dude and nobody wants to, nobody likes trophy room anymore but basically what happened was nike gave trophy room which is owned by michael jordan's son they this like really clean looking shoe uh, they did a collab with trophy room really clean looking jordan one and then obviously they did a whole lot of promotion about it promotion around what does michael jordan's son have in his his sneaker closet and stuff and then lo and behold trophy room out of like the 10,000 pairs or whatever they made backdoored like 9,000 of them if if it wasn't more I mean they literally backdoored so many of those pairs that they were embarrassed to release the amount of pairs that they had so they made a raffle for it on their site basically saying hey you know enter your email we'll get back to you like probably going to give like 30 pairs of these things out like super and you could tell they were backdoored because trophy room was the only place that got these shoes because it was a trophy room exclusive and there were a ton of sales on StockX, and if they're checking out on StockX as authentic, they're coming from Trophy Room. So, you know, when you have a thousand sales on StockX, if not more, uh, you know they're being backdoored. So it's just, you know, people are going to Trophy Room, picking them up in the back door, flipping them on StockX for more money. That's just how it goes. And it's just, it was ridiculous because what you see is, is this extremely privileged store who probably wouldn't be in existence, let's just be honest. They probably wouldn't be in existence if it wasn't owned by Michael Jordan's son. If he wasn't Jordan's son, he'd probably be just some dude trying to start a sneaker shop. But because he's Jordan's son, he gets these kind of exclusive collabs with Nike. And what does he do? He backdoors every pair of shoes, which is just ridiculous. So um, you see people, I, it was funny. I mean, I, I'm a little bit aggravated just because uh, when you when you try and go after sneakers, you at least want like some sort of a shot at getting them. I know that the 10,000 pairs is still really low stock, but like, at least 5,000 pairs, like, they backdoored almost all these pairs, but, like, for the people that actually wanted these things for, like, personal, because I saw a lot of people that were, like, I don't care what the resellers on those, I want those for personal, those are beautiful, like, those people have to be 
pissed. And I was watching. I, I pulled up on TweetDeck. I was looking at uh, Trophy Room. I just searched Trophy Room on TweetDeck, and it'll show you all the tweets that contain the words Trophy Room live, updating. Like, not one good thing coming out of anybody's mouth about Trophy Room. I mean, people roasting them on social media. So it was really interesting to just kind of see that because obviously you can see how pissed people are. They won, they're, they're a fan of Trophy Room. They're a fan of Jordan, and obviously Trophy Room just kind of uh, they kind of had their own ideas about how they were going to make money off of this release and basically backdoored off pairs. So that was just a, uh, a bit of a flop today. So the, the, all, the other thing that was bad was that they did this, they did this like form, uh, this raffle form that they were, that you basically, you go in, you, you put your email in and all this kind of stuff and they'll let you know. Well, the issue with the raffle form is that there were so many people on the site that it spazzed out. So there, you couldn't even access the form. So then they said, hey, send us an email with all your information, like, you know, your name, your address, and what size you want. And if you get picked, we'll just email you back a purchase link. That was great, except when you emailed them, it said inbox full. And you get, like, a return email from that. It was, like, the worst release I've ever seen. One of the biggest flops of a release. One of the biggest, like, definitely going to be one of the biggest jokes of 2021. The Trophy Room Jordan 1 release. Just absolutely one of the most ridiculous things I was like cracking up when I was reading some of these things because obviously people wanted these these shoes and people were were not happy one bit with them so interesting release there uh other than that just a couple restocks caught today with some cards and and just moving along right right along with things so with that being said I'm going to go if you guys do just want to go to the Apple podcast app and leave me a five-star review I would really appreciate it but uh, you know, that really helps me find more people at the podcast, helps more people find me and helps me be able to teach more people how to resell. So that would really help me out. But with that being said, I'm going to go. So you guys have a great rest of your Wednesday and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.